Hey, I'm Dr. Kate Wong. And I'm Tierra Mitchell. And, and you are listening to, to the Holistic Hope Podcast. We invite you to join us and our village in conversations rooted in wellness and health so that we may grow a community of generational healing through love. In this episode, episode 21 of the Holistic Hope Podcast, we're excited to have back Lorraine Giordano of Inspired to Health in Sage of Clean Spaces. Lorraine shares with us what it means to energetically clear yourself in your space. Before we get into this week's episode, I just wanted to point out that Lorraine really shares some insight on how you can refresh your space. And she's very giving in the technical piece of how to do it so that you can, you know, do it with for yourself. Just after you listen to this episode, you can start clearing. But especially during this time where we've had the election lingering, we've had COVID, we've been stuck inside. This may be a really good time to just check in with yourself, clear anything that's no longer serving you, fill yourself with more of what fills your cup, what fuels you for life, more of what you crave, more of whatever it is you are trying to draw near to you in your holistic journey. So listen on to learn about what clearing really is and how it's an opportunity to just refresh your space, refresh yourself so that you can go in with the intention of what it is you're truly desiring. Listen on to learn about smudging and how to incorporate the practice into your own clearing rituals, along with other tips on how to rid yourself and your space of stagnant energies to make room for more of what you truly desire in life. Let's get to this week's episode. Okay, ladies, it's so nice to see you again. So great to chat more. Um, so my business is uh, Inspired to Help. Uh, I started that in 2012, and it's a energy healing practice where I work with um, predominantly women and um, some fellas, but uh, to help balance their energy, let go of like stress, trauma, help them with their female reproductive health. Um, you know, it touches, everything's connected. So it touches on a, a bunch of things. So I started that in 2012 and then I started doing space clearings in, um, 2013, but in 2018, uh, I got this idea. Why don't I spin off the space clearing into a separate business? And so then I started Sage of Clear Spaces where I go to people's homes, um, predominantly, um, and businesses and help them kind of clear the energy of their sacred space of their home. Um, and so at a high level, I mean, it's actually since COVID started, <laughs> um, you know, with the lockdowns and stuff, I've been doing, uh, remote clearings of people's homes and businesses, mm. which is really interesting and fun and it's been beneficial. But um, yeah, so overall, I'm an energy healer. I got involved with energy healing. I come from uh, the financial industry, very analytical, um, very, very detailed orientated. And um, 
But then uh, in 2008, my doctor told me I needed to have a hysterectomy and I wasn't going to be able to have kids. And so because of that, um, it kind of shocked me and woke me up. And then I went on a journey to reclaim my health and my uterus. And I'm happy to say I saved my uterus. I reclaimed my health and it put me on a completely different trajectory in my life. Um, and so I'm very thankful uh, for my, for my, it was a lot of pain along the way, but I, I appreciate what I learned from it. And, and I'm inspired to help other people um, shift their pain. Inspired to help. That's awesome. I feel like um, when you just explained that, it's almost as if it's a transition from like the the chronological order, like you started this journey and then you started cleaning spaces and then you realize the energy is all like around. And then there's something that just kind of be needing to be cleared. Hence like the, the overcoming of that health challenge. And so, yeah. <laughs> so go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really excited to have you talk about energy space clearing. And like before you came on, you told us that you do feel there is a process where the person has to clear themselves first. And like Kate was just saying, it's really cool listening to how it's all encompassing. So can you start to tell us first the importance of why a person should like clear themselves before they worry about the clearing space? Yes. You know why? Because, um, First of all, I think we underestimate how powerful we are um, mm. in many different ways. And so if you are, whether, you know, clearing your space can take you, you know, three minutes or you can make it a ceremony of a very long ceremony, three hours. But what's the active ingredient to that clearing? You know, if I take some sage, the sage is awesome and Supposedly, it helps clear 95% of the bacteria in a room. But if I'm not engaged with it, I'm, you know, if I'm not um, directing the energy, engaging in my space, then the stage is just sitting there, right? So we are the most important ingredient to our internal clearing and to our space clearing. Um, and so we underestimate how powerful we are. And it's important. So let's say you went to a doctor. Um, you wouldn't want the doctor to be all frazzled when they're working with you. Um, you want them to be kind of calm, receptive, tuned in to, to you specifically. So we tend to become desensitized to our space, right? Because we're in it all the time, especially now with COVID. So it's very easy to just kind of not pay attention to the energy because we're in it all the time. Um, but by clearing yourself first, it puts you in a balanced, clear state in order to kind of pay attention to what's going on um, in your in your home or in your business. Does that make sense? Yeah, because you don't want to spread around more bad energy if you're trying to clear out your space exactly so let's say like you're like oh i had a terrible day at work and i'm all pissy <laughs> so then if you you know a lot of people are like yeah i'm in a bad mood and i had someone over and they left a bad vibe so i just kind of waved 
a smudge stick around, is that really maximizing your clearing effort? But when you clear yourself first, it kind of sets the tone for the clearing. Hmm. It was interesting because I was thinking uh, while you're talking, I was like, hmm, my, my space is a little messy. We <laughs> just scoot stuff around. And sometimes when we're frazzled ourselves, we don't kind of notice other spaces. You just know that there's a bunch of like things and, you know, all up in all up in our in our business and our face. And so unless we clear ourselves, then then we realize, okay, this needs to be put somewhere else so I can have this this energy kind of spread a little bit more vastly versus so yeah and directly um and so and what i mean by clearing yourself is that you might be upset you might be actually um all hyped up about something so when you clear yourself i tend to recommend to people so you can clear yourself through smudging do you guys know what smudging is and not, not really. I heard about it a lot, but I don't really know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, right. This is, um, I'll use this because it kind of matches my outfit, but <laughs> this is sage with uh, dragon's blood, which is a dragon's blood is a resin from a tree. And um, smudging has been used for a very, very long period of time. Um, people have done studies where, the practice of smudging in ceremony to clear the energy of spaces or in ceremonies, spiritual ceremonies, health ceremonies, um, is I think it's in 50 countries on five continents. So mm -hmm. right now on social media, smudging and saging and, you know, it's very kind of trendy on social media, but this is a practice that's been around for a very long time. And um, what smudging really is, is that you're using... Um, some sort of element. So this is a uh, this is sage with um, dragon's blood, which is resin. This is just plain sage, um, or you can use Palo Santo, which is a wood um, from Ecuador. Um, but either way, if you were to if you were to light the element that you're using. This creates a smoke. I'm not sure if you can see the smoke, but um, the smoke that's created is the smudge. So that's what clears the energy of, of your space and of yourself. Um, so so the, the act of smudging is burning something using the element of fire, right? Now, to contrast that, this is um, a spray. It's a sage spray, which uses the elements of water, which both of them are very powerful, but um, fire, you know, has a different kind of constitution than, than water. Um, and so that is, the, that's what smudging means. And it, it has become very trendy. I don't know if you've noticed in stores, like little boutiques, People are selling crystals and smudge sticks and smudge kits and, you know, but um, the purpose is to use something from nature um, and just in my backyard garden, this is fresh um, sage Ooh. with some lavender, but um, so it's dried out and then burned. But if you're going to smudge yourself, I tend to recommend people to start their heads 
and then um, do their whole head, do under their arms, do balance both arms down your front torso, um, in between your, your um, legs, make sure don't burn yourself at the crotch area. And, um, and then most people tend to forget when they're clearing themselves underneath their footsies. So your feet carry a lot of energy. It's porous, the skin's porous anyway, but energetically it's porous. So you wanna make sure that you, you don't forget to clear the energy of under your feet. And try to make sure you're also doing your back. For those that use your hands a lot, which most of us are using our hands all the time, take some extra time to kind of go in between your fingers um, to help refresh the energy around, around your hands. But, um, <clears throat> and before you smudge yourself, if you're pissed off about something or something's bothering you, you can set an intention because again, we're very powerful. So by setting an intention for clearing, whatever from ourselves, that's helpful. And then, um, or you get to set an intention to clear what serves my highest good for the moment. But you quickly um, clear yourself. Hmm. Questions on that? I do, I have a question. <laughs> so can you elaborate a little bit more about like what exactly is the, the mechanism? So I'm more logical as you can see, like I'm like, what about the mechanism about how this works? <laughs> So um, the, the essence of like burning something from specifically sage, because I know um, when I was playing around with it, what is this called? Like one of the where it has like a little um, almost like a little arrow bullet at the and end. The pendulum? Yeah, pendulum. That's what it is. And so I was testing out the pendulum and uh, one of the people was showing me on, on Instagram was basically saying, well, if you put it on top of your head, it goes one direction. And then if you put it at the ends of your feet, it goes a different direction. So it almost... It was very fascinating because I just did it. I bought it and I did it and it, it does. But then when you do it to an inanimate object, like, I don't know, some random, like, you know, thing on the table, it doesn't move. And so what exactly, can you elaborate more about the energy and then the whole part about like burning the sage, like the significance of all that, how that works? Okay. Um, pendulum work is different than... a um, then smudging, right? So, um, this is using, um, uh, an earth element. So most of these, what are smudged are earth elements, right? This comes from mother nature, right? A pendulum doesn't necessarily come from mother nature, although you could have a, a crystal, um, mm -hmm. but, um, basically there's different elements, earth, air, fire, water. Right. Mm -hmm. So each of those elements can be used in clearing. Um, and we also have our senses. So even clapping for sound is a way to clear. I don't want to go get too off a tangent, but um, when you use the element of fire, which is pretty strong and fierce, um, you're basically the smoke, the, the act of burning and the, um, the smoke that comes out of that um, helps to clear um, whether it's negative energy entities, I don't want to, maybe that's for a different topic, ghosts and stuff, <laughs> but, um, let's say negative, non-beneficial stagnant energy. Mm. Um, so it helps clear your energy and your space, depending on how you direct it. 
right? So when you're using a pendulum, you're directing energy in a different way. When you're burning something, um, you're using energy using the element of fire. Um, so is that... Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So for so, fire-wise, you need to take up certain kind of atmospheric thing to kind of feel that fire almost, if that makes sense, the taking that energy, no? No, you're not really feeling the fire. You're feeling that you're kind of seeing the smoke, right? The smudge. Mm-hmm. Um, and this element is very powerful. So sage itself is antibacterial, antimicrobial, um, I'm not pronouncing that property properly, but it has a host of um, it's high antioxidant. So even drinking sage tea has health benefits. Mm-hmm. It helps with the brain. Um, it helps with digestion. Um, so it has it has a different property than let's say using a pendulum. I use a pendulum to help their spaces as well. Um, I think it's just a matter of kind of practicing and, and acclimating the pendulum to your energy, mm. which it. is a separate kind of topic, right? It's kind of, it's, if you have any quite, we could talk about that afterwards, but like there's, there's different ways you can do that. Um, working with a pendulum. Got it. <laughs> I don't know. Are you asking your pendulum questions? I've heard about that, but I did not. I was just testing it that I sensed that it was energy, hence the different um, rotations of the pendulum, which I found fascinating. So I was yes. thinking the whole aspect of energy is all, all around us, especially in living things. So that's why I was, I was asking the differentiations. <laughs> yes. And um, energy is within you, right? So we're, we're all made out of energy. So you might have a different swing because the energy around your crown chakra, your third eye, might have been different than at your root, right? At, at your feet. Hmm. Okay. So your I understand, I see might have been in a different kind of state of balance than your I am, which hmm. is your root. Interesting. Something to think about. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So I'm really curious to know, is now like we just got to kind of scratch the surface of energies, the ty- different types of energies and then the types of elements and how they affect our energies. How do you choose which one to use when you need to clear yourself? Well, that's an excellent question, Tiara. Here's the thing. I think that it's a practice, right? So I, I can, this is, um, this is a different element. It's mugwort, it's mm-hmm. a tea. But sometimes with clients, I'll smudge some mugwort tea um, this is also known as dreamweed. So I'm mentioning this because there's so many different, you know, colors of the rainbow <laughs> as far as, you know, developing your own practice for what works with you. Some people respond really strongly to uh, mugwort. And then some people like sage better. Some, some people are very sensitive to smells, right? So they don't even want to burn anything. That's why using sprays helps with that. Especially if you if you have an outside office and it, it might be a fire hazard for you to be running around with this this much stick around <laughs> insurance things. <laughs> yeah. The one thing that I also uh, want to include is that if you are going to um, burn anything, right? You're like, oh, I'm going to clear the energy of my apartment. 
and then you get a fire, catch a fire, <laughs> and that's not a good clearing, right? So always be sensitive and careful with smudging because these things drop, the ashes drop and fall. So this is a shell. Um, I don't know if you ladies have seen in with smudging kits and stuff where you yeah, can I use have, a shell. I have one. Oh yeah, yeah. I burned my so, burning now. <laughs> that's cool. But the reason why shell is used to incorporate the water element. Mm. Um, and so also it's fire resistant. So if you're walking around with this and catching the ashes, it, it, it's helpful. But this, uh, the abalone shells are very common, but I have a affinity for the shell. So, but, um, but the abalone shells are blue, gray, kind of shiny, They're pretty, yeah. Um, but um, the one thing that I would say too, and I've done a, I've done a lot of classes or workshops on smudging or clearing the, the space, um, is that most people, again, they, they just kind of put on some tunes and light it up, light up whatever they're using and just kind of wave it around. So I tend to recommend if you want to clear your home, and this is a good question to ask yourself, where's the heart of your home? Mm. Um, where do you spend the most time in? Um, and so I would recommend you start there and pick like a home base. So um, whether it's on a table, add like a candle for the fire element, get some glass of water for the water element, um, something outside from nature. like. If you have the time, it's nice to kind of have a starting spot um, and using those elements of nature, because a lot of times we, we don't have enough nature um, in our homes, but, and then start there and clear yourself. And then when you're about to clear the energy of your space, what's your intention for, for clearing your space? Um, is it because you had a bunch of people that were staying over and you want to clear out some any funky energy, or is it because you got a promotion and you want to welcome that, that new transition? You know, a lot of times what we're doing is like for those important pivot points in life, we're taking a picture, right? And we're posting it onto, um, onto social media. But in these pivot points, how are we kind of recalibrating ourselves within our space to those different pivot points? Promotion, new relationship, even breakup, animal, um, a loss of someone. How are we kind of, how are you kind of acclimating your energy? Because it's you're different now. A new, a new car, a new item, big item um, in your home, you know. Stuff to consider because we're marking our time with the pictures on social media, but not necessarily including the space that we're in. I, I really love that you say this because I was telling Kate. So if you haven't figured out from listening yet, Kate is the more logical one. I'm more spiritual. Like, got it. She Kate brings me down. She grounds me. <laughs> I would be in the air, but um, so. But I was telling Kate, I think it was you the other day we were talking and I was saying that, you know, people sometimes put so much power into a ritual. And I've always felt, like you said, 
the power is in us and it's in us because it's the intention we're carrying when we're doing this ritual when really the ritual is just kind of, at least how I see it, a way to put a physical attachment to something that is more energetical, intangible, spiritual, emotional, you know, the things we can't really touch, but are still there. So when we add this ritual to it, it gives us like a physical action to put to, like you're saying, these times, these emotions we're honoring. And so right now I'm like listening to you talk about it. I'm like, yes, because I hear what you say when you say like, we usually take a picture, post it on social media. I'm a photographer, so I'm a big fan of capturing moments because I feel that's like the, the way we can freeze like a split second it fascinates me. But I also totally understand where you're coming from about honoring the moments in our life. And I've been, I actually have a question about clearing spaces and incorporating the elements, but I want to say, I've been trying to practice clearing my space. Um, I just got my level two, Reiki. Thank you. And so, you know, and you know, the process of getting there, it's a, there's a lot of new habits you have to take on. And oftentimes because your energy shifting, it doesn't mean that the people around you's energy shifting. So now you kind of do have to learn this new way that's still peaceful to you. And listening to you talk just now, I realized that's what I've done every step of the way is I've decluttered. And then after I decluttered, I would like sing or dance around the house. And then when I moved from singing and dancing, I started buying myself little crystals and I just got myself a little crystal set. But like the little mementos and kind of like little wishes I hold. But when I see them, it's a physical reminder of what I have going on energetically. And they often can like light me back up because I remember the intention I set behind when I placed this thing on my altar, when I straightened my room up this way, even seeing the things on my bed right now, like I know I'm doing a creative project. So it doesn't bother me because I'm excited about what this stuff on my bed means, you know, and there was intention behind it. That's awesome. Very cool. It's powerful, right? So yeah, my mind is just blown right now because, oh, so my question about air, <laughs> how do you incorporate air? Like I understand earth, fire, and water. Well, uh, air, when you're, let's say you're smudging, uh, you are kind of, um, <clears throat> the smudge in the air is, is part of the process as well. I tend to recommend for people to breathe um, and create more of an energetic pump when they're clearing their space. Um, and using um, your hands to feel. So um, the one thing I would say is that a space, so when you're in your room, it has four walls, right? People forget the ceiling and the floor, mm-hmm. right? So um, I generally recommend for people, you start in the corners because energy tends to get stagnant in the corners more because there's usually more activity in the center of the room. But start in the corners and go around top and bottom. I tend to make an X to break up the energy in the corners. Because, um, again, most people are just kind of walking around weaving it. But having a bit more of a structure corners then go in the center and 
um, depending on the on the room, like let's say it's a living room, if you're sitting on couches a lot, a lot like you could clear specifically certain items that you're using a lot or you were upset about something or you sat in your chair, I would clear that. Um, <clears throat> but air, I tend to like if you so I'm in my living room, which is kind of like my office too. So I tend to tell people to, if you're facing in one direction, north, south, east, west, uh, those are the cardinal directions, right? And then above, below, ceiling, uh, floor. But like, use your hands and kind of like gauge your attention as to what's calling you for further clearing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of times we're, we're you get so used to seeing your stuff in your place, but if you go wall to wall, certain things will capture your attention differently rather than just kind of going around. So if you're in an apartment building, I think this is especially important with ceiling, floors, doorways, and halls, because a lot of energy gets mixed up, right? We're all connected. Um, so it's important to kind of make sure you clear doorways. And I do it with with an X for transitions, right? We're going through big transitions in 2020. So like doorways, hallway doors, bedroom doors, it's helpful to clear for easy transitions, right? Um, Because energy tends to get stuck there as well. Windows, there are windows. um, And bedrooms, make sure you clear your bed, specifically in pillows because we're processing a lot of energy at night. Um, and so it helps to, and there is, you know, people are a bit stressed out a bit more because of what's going on with the, the uncertainty. So clearing the energy of your bedrooms, bathrooms hold a lot of energy because um, we're letting go there. <laughs> Sometimes there's, there's uh, excess worry, um, resistance to letting go uh so it's helpful make sure you're cleaning bathrooms and what i find that going back to the bedroom if you have things underneath your bed um a lot of people have bills and old paperwork and stuff the energy of that is heavy Mm -hmm. right most people like bills don't make people feel like (laughs) like so um I would recommend that you clear that from underneath your bed. Also, if you're sleeping with a mirror, um, energy bounces. So if you're having a hard time moving forward, um, if you're sleeping with a mirror, like directly in front of you or very nearby, sometimes the energy bounces. Um, It refracts from the mirror. So it prevents like that forward movement. So if you can't move the mirror out of your bedroom, I tend to recommend that people cover it at night so they can sleep well. And well, or notice if there's a difference in sleeping. Because sometimes people aren't sleeping and they're feeling stuck. Um, and by doing that with your mirror, it kind of helps to to clear the energy of it. Um, and I would say that <clears throat> after you do a clearing. Are you, are you ladies familiar with selenite? Mm-hmm, I have. Very nice. So selenite's very helpful to kind of 
maintain and um, kind of insulate your energy from outside leaks because you don't want to worry about outside leaks. Um, because we're kind of um, female reproductive focused, right? And health focused. Carnelian is a, is a really helpful stone for creativity as well. Um, and then if you got our shungite, are you guys familiar with shungite? Shungite is really helpful with dirty electricity. So there are different, this is a, um, I got this at a fair, but it's shungite. Most crystals like this is rose quartz absorb energy and then, and then, um, let off and you know they absorb negative energy and then emit positive energy um shungite is really helpful in order to kind of um deal with electromagnetic uh radiation emfs electromagnetic frequencies that are non-beneficial and women are especially affected by emfs um so because we're they're kind of hooking up 5g now um, having shungite by your computers, little, you can put little things on your cell phone, um, by your TVs, by, if you have old, like refrigerators, it helps to, to, um, alter the, the, the non-beneficial EMF. It's mm -hmm. shungite, S-H-U-N-G-I-T-E. But especially since we're going to, um, <clears throat> they're flipping the switches on 5G. And so there's going to be more electromagnetic radiation that's coming into our homes. So that's something to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. I have that, um, certain things around um, my, what do you call it? Those different like Wi-Fi areas. So would you say having those to help absorb it because I, I heard putting it back into the sun will help kind of recharge it to be reused again, almost like a battery. Is that how it works for it to um, kind of recharge or do you just, or is it kind of never ending? <laughs> just leave it next to it. Uh, like Shungite itself or all mm -hmm. crystals? Um, uh, you can do all. Yeah, I mean, I tend to um, clean my crystals every once in a while. Um, I rinse them off. And then I put them in the freezer for like 20 minutes. And then I put them in the sun to recharge. Um, I don't believe Shungite needs to be recharged. Um, but for the most part, I probably should clean my crystals more than I do. But if I do them, that's how I do it. Hmm. Everybody has different ways of clearing their crystals too. So, um, but I think... Um, Shungite right now is really important um, because we're or the 5G, um, the 5G. It's not even about your 5G phone. It's about the, the towers emitting electromagnetic uh, radiation. Mm -hmm. So it's good to have at home. Um, any questions on that? Yes, I have a couple. <laughs> We're like little students waiting for you to be like, you know, done talking and then she's been like, well, yes. 
Yes, I'm enjoying this. So um, really thank you for going into the detail of how to clear. Um, I'm just so fascinated because I like to tell people. Um, so sometimes I work with other entrepreneurs to help us keep our confidence up by working on our inner self-love and we'll talk about clearing spaces and I, I call it decluttering like that's just the only way I know to talk about it and for me it includes like scrubbing the walls so when you said going like south east and west I'm scrubbing walls and so my question comes to you um for me thinking how when I'm scrubbing I noticed before I would always be a little upset about it you know like have an attitude that I had to scrub these walls and taking care of these kids and I got all this stuff I gotta do and here I am scrubbing these walls and I'm gonna be doing something else and then when I started paying attention to the way my energy is affected by the intentions I hold and I realized you know that carries over into just the simple way I do my dishes to the way I fold my clothes the way I clean my walls I'm putting this energy into those places so I know for me, I started the practice of instead of, oh, I got to clean these walls. Like, how amazing is it that I get to step away from my work to clean my walls so my kids can run through here just to mess them up again? You know, like there's joy in that. There is joy in that. So what kind of recommendations do you have around um holding the intention the whole time during clearing and then even maintaining those intentions after one has gone through the work of clearing their space. Yeah. So you're physically clearing, cleaning your wall. Yeah. I, I think I'm you're listening to you made me realize while I clean, I'm very mindful. Like it's a time I kind of shut down. I put my headphones in and I like to choose music. Like how you said, clapping is a way of clearing. I definitely believe in like sound changing the atmosphere. Yeah, right. And so I'll put my headphones in and I'll sing. And for me, it's a way of me putting my voice into the atmosphere and like commanding the atmosphere I want. So that's what I'll do while I scrub. And then I'm holding the thoughts of I, like, I've stopped looking at doing my chores as something I dread. And I had to really shift. It took a while, but I had to shift in it being something that brought me joy. And I noticed like where I used to complain about being in this tiny apartment, like this tiny apartment brings me so much joy. Yeah. But I had to make that intention shift. That is cool. The one thing that I, as a practice, out of curiosity, based on you sharing, that's very cool, um, is that before you do the physical clearing, tune into just the direction, whether it's north, south, east, west, just energetically to see what's calling your attention for clearing. Is it like some books or a picture or clothes or something? Because I think you'll pick up something. Because it's one thing to physically clean, right? Clear, um, but, and you're tuned in, right? Uh, it's, it's kind of, it's an interesting to kind of play with that, like clearing or maybe cleaning the wall and then doing the energy clearing, seeing what comes up or starting with the energy clearing and then doing the wall. Mm -hmm. You know, what works for you? I think you, you'll kind of pick up some different information. 
Um, <laughs> and I guess the point of this is that, you know, for Kate, like you might have a different process, Kate, than Tiara. It's just kind of playing with it. Mm-hmm. A lot of women especially get hung up and like, is this right? Is this wrong? Am I doing it right? Should I be doing it more? It's really just trusting your own curiosity and your own, like what you're kind of sensing um, in the practice of it. But um, I mean, for I, th- I think people hold on to old stuff energetically, but physically as well, whether it's bills, um, papers, old love letters, even though you're like married for 20 years, there's plain people carrying on old love letters. Um, yeah, I have this. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm hit. hit. <laughs> I, I, when I went through something really tough this year, that's what I did. I went through everything. And um, have you seen Netflix? Marie Kondo, Sparking Joy. No, you know what? I haven't seen that, but a lot of people have talked really about like that, Lorraine. I do think <laughs> because she, and she even said her method came to her during, like she passed out and she said, God came and talked to her and told her, this is what you need to do for your house. But um, I just thought that was interesting. But ultimately it came down to, you pick up everything you own and you say, does this spark joy? And I refused in the beginning to do it because she says, do it to your whole house at once. And I knew I had way too much stuff to do that to my whole house, but I did go room by room. And it, it was interesting because it even made me realize how much stuff I was just holding that kind of made me go, ugh, when I looked at it. And I was like, why do I have that here? Just to make me go, ugh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Again, we become desensitized to the stuff that we're carrying inside our energy fields, and but around us as well. So I think a lot of people that I've worked with, they get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you know, over here, this closet it had a lot of energy. It's all jammed up, up physically. And then people are like, oh, whoa, I don't have the time to, to, to do anything. Like, I, I'm so busy. But the thing is, is that I generally recommend, okay, no big deal. Just uh, take, in the next day, take one thing out that you don't need and get rid of it. Like, put it outside. Just as an offering for your letting go, right? You have to do what works for you, you know? Some people can do the all or none and they just go in and just like, but a lot of people that doesn't work for. <laughs> I did that. So like, Yeah. <laughs> But, um, you know, even taking out, especially during the change of seasons, it's helpful to like get rid of old stuff. Um, and then where's the space for something new, right? So we kind of know what we don't want, but within the space, a lot of people withhold certain things that they want, even though they have the means to get it. Um, so many people are like, oh, well, Oh, Lorraine, you got muted. Lorraine, you mute. You muted yourself. Did the sound just go out? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Um, I've been thinking. It, I, I'm like, oh, this wall might be helpful because I'll give recommendations if I'm like, oh, this this might, you know, put something that makes you happy on the wall, right? That feels good. And then they'll say, oh, I've been meaning to buy something. I saw this picture I really like, but I didn't get it. 
I'm like, why didn't you get it? I don't know. I, 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 I just didn't. Oh, it means. <laughs> she caught up that time. Someone's calling me. Sorry. Oh. Um, so, um, yes. So within your space, what are you withholding in receiving? Right. So we're talking about purging, right? Getting rid of old stuff. Mm-hmm. But space, what are you withholding from yourself that would make you happy? Even just buying yourself some flowers, right? A little like something of nature that's pretty that makes you smile. Like in what ways pay attention? And you could do that within certain, you know, go room to room. What can I get rid of? But is there something that I've been wanting to bring in to receive? Um, and people tend to withhold a lot, not only from themselves, but within their space. Mm. So as we wrap up um, in our conversation, what would be the way that initiates someone that, okay, right now I should clear my space? Like what kind of feeling would they be feeling that it's, okay, let's, let's, this is the first step to, to do X, Y, and Z. All right. So I'm, I would say a lot of people might not have sage or crystals or sprays from the store, sage spray. I would recommend to start off. A lot of people have lemons Mm. and salt. Salt is a a powerful clearing um, because salt is crystals. So salt is is a clearing tool that you can use and some water. We all have salt. We have lemon, lemon juice, lemon essential oil. You can make your own spray. Um, I tend to make my own sprays. So there's like different size bottles or you could just uh, put it in a bowl and then you could sprinkle it with your hand if you don't have a spray bottle. But you could connect spray yourself, clearing yourself, and then set an intention to clear yourself, set an intention for what you want to clear out of your place and what you'd like to call in more of health, peace, money, sex, whatever it is. Um, and then, and then, you know, you could just spray around and I would, there is no right or wrong. You know, I gave some suggestions like doing the corners if you're going to smudge and, you know, but, um, um, just play with it and tune into your own feelings. Like, is that picture that you've had from 1930s? Does it, the energy of it feel a little creepy now? Well, maybe you don't need to have it hanging up. Don't keep the things I make you go, ugh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's worth, you know, we, our energy, we're sensitive, right? And so our environment influences our our internal feelings and our internal feelings influence our external surrounding. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it, it's a, it's a nice way, especially we're home a lot more, especially if you're working from home, um, to, to take some time to clear the energy, right? Because if you're working and then you're dealing with your kids and then you're dealing with housework, like that energy kind of blurs together. So in what ways can you kind of clear the energy from work to transition into the other stuff that you're doing? Because then it tends to kind of blend in and it feels more overwhelming mm-hmm. with um you know if you're doing a lot 
so basically in short step like short summary it's like they both interact with each other so making sure we're centered we're good and then it reflects the environment and then environment is good and and clean and cleanliness how you feel is just kind of reflected back towards us <laughs> yes that's very good and to play with it mm. to try to try different things mm. Well, I was finding very interesting. I was talking to Tiara the other day. Um, I think we were doing a photo shoot. And so I saw on Instagram how um, there was a tall vase in the island of the kitchen. And then someone literally took um, tree branches and put it into the vase. And I thought that elevated things. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to try it. So I, I got a few branches from the forest. I don't know if I'm supposed to or not, but basically I, 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 I pulled it off. And then I just stuck it in there. I was like, oh, wow, it does make a, a difference. It elevates. Like every time I look at it, every time I go in the kitchen, it just feels more lively, more elevated, more. It's just different. I don't know what it is, but it, it felt it felt good. So that's awesome. And I mean, it's a bit of Mother Nature in in your place, right? Mm -hmm. Less synthetic. It's more natural. It's yeah, exactly. Because before that, I had a synthetic thing I got from uh, Hobby Lobby. <laughs> that was so that random. I was like, it, it feels like it needs more. <laughs> and it's a different experience when you're going out there and picking up wood, right? Like, mm -hmm. and stuff. It's yeah. a different memory. It's a different vibration to it. Mm -hmm. We're going to do that for the winter, too. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, Very cool. I would ask for you to do three tips, but you said them. You and Kate just like wrapped them up for if someone, we've been doing a new thing. So last season, remember we asked the good, bad and the ugly, but this season we kind of wanted to make things to where people can make it more applicable. Cause you know, so we talk about all these great things now, like how can you go and use them? And you guys already summed it up. And I love how you said to play with it, you know, like not get, it's so caught up in, well, am I doing it right? Like, how does it feel when you're doing whatever you're doing? I, I do really like the word ritual because it's it's a practice. It's a practice that feels good to you, but it doesn't have to be like a rigid ritual. You can just flow with it and you have the basics. Thanks to Lorraine. Thank you, Lorraine. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you, lady. It was Wonderful to reconnect and chat. <laughs> Happy clearing. Thank you. We underestimate how powerful we are. So just to recap on Lorraine's episode, having a routine of clearing yourself and your space can help you rid yourself of negative emotions and low vibe energies. You know, those things that just kind of weigh down at you and also rid your space of negative energies when we're carrying that around and we're carrying it to our space. Sometimes it just gets stuck there and Lorraine called it stagnant energy. And you want to get this energy moving and flowing through your home and flowing through you. And saging, according to Lorraine, can even get rid of germs and bacteria. Having a routine of clearing yourself in your space can also help you make time for you to hold intentions for bringing in your highest good in yourself and in your space. So you're holding this intention in yourself and then you're allowing that to overflow into your space. And then you can cultivate a space to where it's a reminder of all that you're 
bringing into your life and all that you have to be grateful for. Try bringing in more nature to your space. The art of smudging incorporates different elements of nature, such as fire, water, and earth. And you can also use other decor to bring in elements of nature to your home, like a waterfall. When you make time to clear yourself in your space, you're also creating opportunity to release things that no longer serve you and to call in more of what you desire for your life. This also allows you to create a routine for checking in with yourself and your surroundings. Our surroundings influence our internal state and vice versa. So just having this clearing practice that Lorraine went over with us is an excellent time to give yourself that check and just see where you're at. And also it's an opportunity to have more fun. Play with what feels good to you when you're doing cleansing and enjoy this time to tune in with yourself in your space. Be sure to acknowledge the intention you're holding, not only when clearing your space, but also when living in your space. What energies and emotions are you allowing to flow within your space? Release those that no longer serve you. Call in more of the ones you desire. While cleansing tools like sage and crystals have become trendy, remember it's about incorporating the tools that work best for your practice. If you have any more questions about energetical clearing, Check the show notes to learn where you can connect with Lorraine, as well as claim a special gift from her for tuning into this week's podcast. As always, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and we would really love to continue this conversation with you. Check the show notes to find out where you can connect with Dr. Kate, myself, and the rest of the Holistic Hope cast. And also, we want to hear from you. We want to know, how are you liking the show so far? Do you have any questions? Is there anything more you would like to hear us talk about? Any feedback? We're really working to fine tune this show so that you can take all the information you need and easily incorporate it into your life so that you can have handy holistic options available to you. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Until next time, stay well, friends.